Well, as I'm sitting here with my scotch, I'm hearing Rhiannon's sexy music in the background a second ago. It made me think, Rhiannon, where did you go this last weekend? New Orleans. And when I think about traveling New Orleans, I can only think of one thing, and that's Becca. B-E-K-K-A from Adventure is Out There Travel. Adventures Out There Travel can help you go anywhere you want to go, whether it's New Orleans. There it is. <laughs> Walt Disney World, Disneyland, or any destination around the globe. The email address that I mentioned was Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, at adventuresoutthertravel.com. They can help you find discounts, concierge-level service, they might even pick you out a nice sexy tune like that. Ooh, sexy tunes. Adventures Out of the Travel, the official travel partner of the 3 O'Clock Parade. There we go. Becca's not bad. She's just drawn that way. Oh, it's a different Ooh. kind of tune. It's a different kind of tune. My different bad. Different kind of tune. Different kind of tune. Viva Gaia. Welcome back to the 3 O'Clock Parade. This is Professor Daniel Miller, drunk at Disney, playing our sexy tunes tonight. That's Rhiannon. Hey. And you love him. You love him. It's Skipper Dick Rich. It's me. It's me. I feel like it's been forever. Forever? Yeah, it's been like two weeks, but I feel like it's been forever. And I think we did early maybe two weeks ago, like maybe a Monday or something. That's what Two Book Steve text, uh, after I said something uh, online today. He's like, so what's up with the parade? It's been like a month. I'm like, no, it just feels that way. Yeah, it's only been a few weeks, but. Woo. It was one episode because last week was just, it was just we could have like thrown something together, but it was just sounding like, let's just. Whatever. Let's I mean, the withdrawal right. is strong. Let's just say that. The what? The withdrawal is strong. Hmm. Yes. So you went to uh, New Orleans. You seem like you had a yeah. wonderful time. I did. Yeah. Your profile picture changed into you eating crawfish out of a Bud Light can. Desperate times, my friend. Desperate times. <laughs> that was the top of their uh, beer selection. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It truly was. It actually. I mean, they had uh, many other, as you would call them, working men's beers. Yeah. Uh, but. Due to the incredible um, learning experience I had with you, I knew to go straight for the Bud Light because I did not care for the other ones as much. Or should I reverse that? I did not hate that one as right. much as the other ones available. Right. Yeah. So, man, did you ever imagine in a million years when we came up with the idea for that the challenge – that it would actually, at some point, pay off for you positively. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Fantastic. No. Skipper Dick Ritchie, I saw you did go to Disneyland at some point. I did. I spent the weekend at Disneyland. It was super fun. <clears throat> we went for Cinco de Mayo. And, uh, all five of them? All five of those Mayos <sighs> were there. But we went to Cinco de Mayo and had a lot of fun. And then uh, I stayed another day and just ran around the parks. And it was fun. Lots of drinking. Uh, fireworks were great. It was good. Fireworks? Y'all, they're doing fireworks now? Well, they're doing, for Pixar Fest, they're actually doing a Pixar-based fireworks set. And uh, 
it's pretty it's pretty impressive because you know all the Pixar movies basically make you cry, and uh, yeah, they they tried to do like all the like happy music, and then you can tell that it's about to happen because they go are they you know the the castle isn't as big as the one in Florida, so they do a lot of the projections uh-huh. just up and down Main Street. Yeah, and all of a sudden you see that same kind of like. You know, at the end of Toy Story three, when there's when they're going down the shredder into like the the furnace, mm-hmm. that mm. the stuff that they're on that they're traveling on starts going past you on Main Street, and the furnace is burning in the castle. So you're kind of like with the toys going down, and you see Woody Oof. reach out and take Buzz's hand, and you're like, "What's going on? Why is this happening?" That's only marginally terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Oof. And and it's it's really pull, pulling on your heartstrings, and then it kind of fades out, and then they just hit you with the music from up. <laughs> and I've never experienced it where everybody on Main Street, like, and it's and it's shoulder to shoulder, like from the castle all the way to the train station. They all have that same sound, like they got punched in the gut at the exact oh. same time. Seriously, that that's an emotional journey right there. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was fair rough. To People do that were just bawling. Oh. The the show starts with Buzz Lightyear instead of Tinkerbell flying over the castle, and then uh, just as that music comes on, the house from up with balloons flies from mm-hmm. behind, you know, from Frontierland over to the other side of the castle, and that music so going, cool. and everybody's crying and whew, so good. Jesus, man, yeah, it was great. But, it does sound great. Yeah, that I, yeah, like, those woo. those sons of bitches in Toy Story three even took the good song, uh, the happy song. You've got a friend in me, and made it sad by like halfway through. They like screech the record, and they're like, "Oh, by the way," because it gets to the point where it's like, I forget which line it is, but it's like, it, it just it it ends on like a sad, a rare sad line. And it's like, meow. Oh, our friendship will never die. Then it's like, Mrah. until it did, <laughs> <laughs> or so you thought. Oh, yeah, jerks, jerks. Um, so Skipper Richie had a good time. Anything else of note about the Disneyland Resort? Oh, there's just you know, the um, the construction for. Marvel Land is already started, nice. so uh, I th- I want to say it's tough to be a bug is officially closed. And chow chow choo choo. No, the choo choo train was still open when we were there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right. So we went on that one last time for sure, and then um, I I just don't know when the actual when everything's closing, but that was going on, and then um. Well, one of the articles that that I posted is about people are waiting over an hour to get the uh, the new ice cream that's out on Pixar Pier, and I don't know if they just don't realize that it is part of Pixar Pier. It's not part of Pixar Fest, so it's <laughs> going to be there. For, you know, well, I don't want to say forever, but for as long forever? as forever, forever. You know, for as long as as Pixar Pier is going to be a thing, which should be a while. Um, but yeah, they're waiting for basically soft serve vanilla ice cream dipped in a like lemon, uh, 
hard shell. You know, like when you go to Dairy Queen, they'll yeah, dip yeah, yeah. it, oh, and it turns. Yeah. It's it's basically that, uh, mm. but instead of chocolate, it's a lemon flavor. And it's supposed to be pretty and good. I've seen good things about it. Instead of whatever Dairy Queen charges, it's twice as much. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it costs, but all I know is that people are waiting hours just to get that. And I wanted that to. That sounds like, like a good use of their time. Hey, you you're going to be surprised here. Are you ready? Rhiannon, a small uh, cone will set you back three seventy nine. That's sure. Fine. I'm just saying. Okay, what is your time worth? What is your time worth? Oh, the time. If we're talking about the time. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah, that, that part. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Time is money. Um, we need some mobile ordering, apparently. Well, and they're also introducing mobile ordering at Disneyland, but they didn't say what. God bless them. They didn't say what yet. It's the greatest thing ever. Yeah, it's pretty great. We, I don't know if we talked about this on the show, but Rhiannon pointed out to me after I had done it, the one drawback to mobile ordering, and it only affects Animal Kingdom here, is uh, so those of us that have... Um, tables in Wonderland cannot utilize it. It's the only park that uses corner service tables in Wonderland. It's oh. just a carry And you can't use so it. So it's dumb. basically a dollar a beer. I mean, that's a nice discount. Yeah. So That's like a quarter of a pineapple. Yeah. So, you know, it definitely was. So for, for an order for four people, I mean, that's four bucks. That's definitely takes away the benefit of the bubble ordering. I'm like, yeah, I'd stay in line for four bucks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, when I was there last time, I used mobile ordering, um, and the restaurant ordered at the, uh, at the you know, because you can't use your mobile ordering until the restaurant orders or opens. So I ordered just as the restaurant was opening, and people walked in, and they all got served before I did, and I was like, damn it, I should have just walked in. But I wanted to do mobile ordering, so it was, it was cool. That's like the opposite of Publix. I feel like they will ignore you just to fulfill online orders before oh, yeah. they talk to you. Yep. I use that because our, our Publix is walking distance, and I, I'm always like, nah, I'll just walk over and get it. And then I get there, and I'm like, son of a bitch, there's 10 people. I'm screwed. Screwed. Mm-hmm. Should have done mobile ordering. <laughs> Damn it. Um, where, where they do not have mobile ordering, though, is the Starbucks at Walt Disney World. People don't like that. They're very upset. They well, do they'll they'll down, are, something. They do at Disney Springs. As a matter of fact, it's just at Kingdom. Right. I was going to say, if you use the the mobile order for uh, Disney Springs, they'll even deliver to you. That is sweet. Which is pretty cool. Like, unpopular opinion, I think. I prefer just the regular coffee yeah. they have at, like, the regular quick service. I'd rather have that than Starbucks. I, um. Yeah, I think we discussed this last time, you know, that month ago that we talked um, I'm so much of a coffee snob that it has to be like really good, and so I'm not saying that Joffrey's is the best, but I think I prefer Joffrey's over Starbucks. Joffrey's. But, but, but to touch on this though, because we did talk about it last time, uh, the coffee that's my favorite is, is PJ's, and it's from New Orleans, and so we came home with like three bags of PJ's coffee. I'm so excited. Yes. That's exciting. That is exciting. Exciting. Um, let's see. What else? Did I, so you, you saw, we saw that one, Skip. Your your uh, your lemon soft serve flavor. 
Yep. Let's see what else we did. Uh, Skipper Ritchie, your new favoriteest movie, Infinity War, is destroying everything in its path, the box office wise. It is crazy how much money that thing is making. Uh, I it, it what I what I, my take on it though is like I've always thought Marvel because between it and Star Wars, I would say I'm I'm not in the like hype usually I, I really like star wars i've never been much in marvel but i've always felt star wars has always penetrated into pop culture <laughs> a lot further a lot deeper a lot harder <laughs> than marvel has but it feels like with this one it's penetrating deeper harder and faster into pop culture in general than any of the other previous ones except for maybe the most recent one that uh black panther kind of did the same thing yeah, Black I just Panther. Black Panther. That just came out uh, today on digital. In case anybody was wondering, so if you're looking to watch Black Panther, you can watch it on the interwebs. I mean, my gosh, have, have they just the fact that those two—they only came out just a few months apart. I mean, that's just—they're like literally printing money. Oh yeah. So in the first eleven days. Uh, of Infinity Wars release, it made over a billion dollars, which basically is a hundred million dollars a day. Is is what it averages out to. Uh, That's what I earn. Yeah, I probably wouldn't turn that in my life. Oh, hundred million dollars. Tiny little gatos. Tiny little gatos. <laughs> That's dizzy. Um, man, that really is pretty crazy. I've still not. Uh, seen it, but I uh, this one, kind of what I mean is it's penetrating <laughs> pop culture. Other people in my regular life, family, friend, it, people that have never, they're, they're all, it's they're starting to get to these people more like Star Wars does, where it's not just the the niche people. So whatever, which is probably their goal from the beginning by Disney buying it, and it's working. Just just like attack everybody with it all the time and. <laughs> Pretty soon, yeah. I guess we'll I mean, there's no denying the current record-shattering success of this movie, but I would by no means consider the earlier Marvel movies like some kind of niche audience or something. Like, they've always been popular. I mean, any Thor or Smiley. Iron Man or whatever, they've always made tons of money, so. Yeah. No. Mm. I guess it's just. I guess that just in my personal life, it's just this. It's starting to even be more people around are getting into it. But anyway, pretty. Uh, I guess this is definitely explaining why uh, we're getting Marvel Land over there for you guys. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, what it appears to be from the concept art, not even concept art, the poster is that they're kind of showing it from an angle where you have the tower that's currently standing for the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then to the right of it, maybe will be even another building that looks to be maybe like the Avengers. Like it's going to be a little city almost. It looks like. Yeah, it'll be interesting. They, um, gosh, a few months ago, somebody posted uh, a thing about a Star Wars or no Star Wars, a Spider-Man roller coaster that um, simulated a uh, like web swinging through. Uh, through a city, through a bunch of buildings. Mm -hmm. And uh, it looks really cool because instead of doing it with screens where you're in a car, you're actually in a roller coaster and it looks like it's a suspension coaster. And you're kind of like 
Mm. You know, it's almost like you're like like you would just be swinging from building to building the way Spider-Man does, and then you know, obviously fighting people. But it looked really, really cool, and I thought, man, that'd be neat if they did that. And then all of a sudden, they were they announced this Marvel Land, and I thought, I don't even know where they would put that now, because that would right. take, you know, that would take would up the huge. yeah. But that's not what she said. Oh, <laughs> that is true. No, but she has said, I don't know where you would put that. Master, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It ain't gonna go here. Yeah, that's not. This is not a thing. <laughs> um, right. Just, just, just to put in a, a, a any size decent coaster has to have some sort of large area, and um, th- nothing in that area is large. You know, that's just. It is kind of tight between the. But they are uh, demolishing that theater. The tough to be a bug that you mentioned. Right. Um, so I don't know, man. They got to do something other than just meet and greets, you know, which is obviously there'll be meet and greets, but they got to do something else, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, they have to. It'll be interesting to see how much space is actually there once they clear out the buildings that currently occupy. And they, yeah, they do have, I guess, some, some area behind that wall where the uh, trolley goes. So apparently, so it may not just be Pixar. They're up. Uh, Bugs Land. There might be a little area outside that too. Um, Rhiannon, uh, Skip wrote it like this. I like the way he wrote this. Oh, it's Burb on. Get it? Uh, I mean, yeah, but what are we talking about? Oh, it's Burb on, baby. Okay. Gonna pour myself more drink for this one. Yeah. Go on. As part of Disney Springs' continued push to uh, uh, pump up their profits through alcohol, which I'm totally mm-hmm. for, there is now the new Bourbon Trail. Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah, I read about that. But we were talking. The downside to the Bourbon Trail is... There's no like prize of any kind for completing all twenty, <laughs> for completing all uh, eighteen shops and restaurants. I mean, I feel like if you're gonna get, if you're gonna hit every spot, should there be some sort of prize or of some sort? You don't have to jog my memory. Like, I understand this is at Disney Springs, it's different locations. You get some kind of like bourbon drink, but. Is it like you purchase a passport or you give it a passport for free? Or is it just like, hey, they, we have a uh, at our restaurant. Come drink. Yeah, it. it really is more. It's it's basically they, they just have a map with uh, 18 uh, bourbon barrels on it on top of 18 different locations. And it just means these places have a specific item that is featured. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. True. So basically... A bar has bourbon. Breaking news at 11. Oh, my God. And, Fuck. And paired food, usually. Whatever. So, yeah, this is what, yeah. Okay, now I'm having flashbacks to this. Great. Now you're angering me all over again because I was angry when I first read it. Because it's like, yeah, fridge. I know, the door is open. I'm closing it. Um, I hate, like, fucking electronics talk to you. It's just rude. Um, No, it's like, it's nothing special. It's nothing new. It's just bars have bourbon drinks and it's like basically 
taking a sledgehammer to your head and be like, hey, did you hear? Hey, did you hear? Hey, did you hear? Bars have bourbon drinks. Go drink them. Like, that's something special. It's nothing new. It's nothing interesting. And to your point, there's no prize at the end. So, (laughs) I think the prize is drinking lots of bourbon. Right. And I don't think they're trying to be Which you could do without having, like, some big gimmick about it. That's my point. It's just the same gimmick as drinking around the world, though. Right. I think that's kind of... Or any wine flight or wine tasting. It's just, it happens with bourbon. To your point, if drinking around the world became an official thing that Disney was like, hey, 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 guys, guys, did you hear? You can drink around the world. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to send out a newsletter about drinking around the world. And you're like, bitches, we've been doing this for years. That, to me, is what this is. It's like Mm. saying, hey, 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 bars have burned. No, right. I think they just don't. Yeah. I just think that people don't realize how many different types of bourbon you can get. Because it's not like they're just like, "Hey, come and drink Maker's Market," you know, eighteen different places. <laughs> like, Which hey, I would do, though. Right. I would do that. They're like, you can try all these different bourbons at all these different places. Um, sure. Okay. What this reminds me of is here, and I know other places have it too. Tampa has one. Orlando has one, the Ale Trail, where you go to, like, there's all these different breweries. Yeah, we have one, too. Yeah. And then when you're done, they give you a growler, and then you get, like, a certain percentage off refills from there. So I would think that would be kind of cool, like a commemorative cup. Yeah. Yeah, I have my Ale Trail passport in my purse, and you can go at the various breweries and get stamps and the first round you get a prize and the second round you get a prize and the various like participating restaurants like, offer discount mm. and shit. Yeah. this one here keeps growing and it's gotten to the point where it's like it's getting very challenging because like, <laughs> they're it's the entire metro it's basically all of central florida not even just orlando metro it goes all the way up to like the land out to mount dora down to uh so it's it's very getting very challenging so uh it, you yeah gotta, we're you know, yeah, we're like Lee Collier in Charlotte counties here. Yeah. But that's kind of what I was thinking. Like, it'd be neat if, like, when you're done, you get, like, a special cup, and then from then on, maybe it's 10% off or something. That'd be sweet. I'm down. Whatever. Sounds good. Yeah, sure. Why not, right? I feel like I had a dream that one of the Disney bars created one of those mug clubs. And so instead of, like, being at Nomad Lounge and looking up and being able to see your little tickety thing, you could look up and like, there's my mug. Get it down. I'm here to drink. Dude, that's <laughs> actually, I think you dreamt that because that's what SeaWorld did. Or uh, Bush Gardens did. Mm, Bush Gardens thing. just added that. Like, oh. fast. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, this is pretty interesting. It's something that I've uh, been kind of assuming was going to happen uh, as part of the next phase Baby steps in Fast Pass, selling one-day tickets that already have Fast Passes on them. Yeah. So you buy like, because in the what's happening now is if you buy a one-day ticket, you show up, you're like, hi, here's my hundred and twelve dollars, and you show up and you walk in and you go to like the Fast Pass kiosk, and there's no Fast Passes available. <laughs> So at least they're giving you one that has like they're not super right now at this because it's not a price add-on. 
um, there aren't wonderful options. They're like, you know, living with the land and spaceship Earth and stuff that you don't really usually pick as your top choices for Excuse fast me. time. Living with the land is amazing. Oh, absolutely. I'm just, I'm talking about the general public. Let's put it that way. That, that's kind of a shame. Like, I really thought that maybe the idea was that since you only have one day, they were going to make sure that you got to ride the e-ticket rides. Um, and well, we're that's gonna, like... an even further up trip. That's what I'm thinking. It's coming. <laughs> Baby steps. Right yeah. now they're doing it with this. But what if you could buy a $112 ticket that includes like a couple like these fast passes or for $195, you're going to have Soren, Frozen, and Test Track, you know, being Epcot. And or right. especially Guardians of the Galaxy and Ratatouille when those are new. Or think of Star Wars Land. If they're like, okay, for $109, you can walk in and um, wait 12 hours for one Star Wars ride. Or... For two hundred dollars, mm-hmm. you get fast pass to all the major attractions. Yep. Yep. I feel like that is the natural next step with for this. Absolutely. There's no way that they're yeah that that's the reason they came up with this idea. It's like hey let's let's give people crappy fast passes that nobody wants. <laughs> Wee. But it gives them something, which is kind of cool. Because one thing I've noticed about whenever I discuss Fast Pass with uh, with the, with like big Disney fans online, which is anybody in the Disney online community, is they're super pissed about like you know because we as really long time in the know fans, we benefit greatly from having from knowing about these things already. Yeah. <laughs> and, so. <laughs> So we really hate when like the general public just gets this knowledge for free or these tips. And so uh, they're not, you know, it's not going to be popular because the, the main thing they heard from this was, well, I guess we're not going to get our later in the day fast passes anymore because they're just going to give them to these people that weren't going to get them. And I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I think from Disney's mm-hmm. perspective, they benefit much better from giving people a better experience on their first mm-hmm. trip than from me being able to get a fourth fast pass to, um, living with the land. Living with the land. Yeah. So, it, it is interesting that usually the, the responses that I get in these discussions are basically break down to, I liked it better when all my knowledge and tricks worked and screwed over all the new people. <laughs> um, yeah. Stop reading my diary. I mean, isn't that a thing? It's just a bunch of drawings of me. It says, oh, drunky. Ew. He's so dreamy. No. All the kids are still saying that, right? Dreamy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's give it a gritchy. Totes. What is that? The goats. Menu items? Secret menu items. Oh, no. Walt's <laughs> app sent me. Secret password. Paul taps at me. It was a Roger Rabbit reference. But Whoa. yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's restaurants now at Walt Disney World that have menu items that you can only access through the app. 
What a time to be alive. Sounds annoying. Uh, I think they're just trying to push you to use the, uh, you know, the in-app purchasing. Uh, oh. Let's see. What, la, 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 yeah. It, just what a time to be alive. Like, as I'm sitting here, I can look through and find all these items. It's wonderful. I think this is uh, this is the opposite of annoying. This is the... Uh... Yeah, I think it's cool. I really want to try the donut-crusted chicken nuggets. Mm. Oh, God. That sounds so hot. Donut-crusted chicken nuggets yes sounds terrible sounds delicious where the hell is this it's a my disney that? experience which can be used for directions making dinner reservations recently do some mobile restaurant ordering like fast like fast pass uh fast pass for food uh vacation oh yeah deluxe burger there you go donut crusted chicken nuggets hmm bring that to like, my face Right. The good news is, if I'm eating at Disney, I'm usually this is going to be a splurge meal because I'm at Disney World. So, I might actually actually try that. Well, that's what I, th- I think. That's the whole idea. Is okay. Oh, there they are, right there. <laughs> oh. They don't look any different than the regular chicken nuggets that you would get anywhere else on Disney property, by the way. Oh. <laughs> it was very disappointing when I opened this up. I was all like, oh, there it is. And they look the same as everything. I'm not selling it well. Uh, you know, they sound good. I don't it know what does. they taste like. Right. In theory, they're fantastic, though. In theory. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Scripic Richie, I believe that if I listen... Off into the distance. Do you hear anything? Um, oh my gosh, I haven't heard that in forever. Is that Char? I, I think so. She has a. She's. I think maybe we got her. Maybe her time on the show. Invite her. She wanted to come back. Well, let's let me pick up and see what's going on with Char. Hello, Char. Come in, Char. Char, can you hear me? Hello. Char. Hey, Char. Man, thanks for covering for me the other week. Yeah, no problem, Skipper Dick Richie. It had been way too long. Oh, for sure. Hey, but did Philippe get that lice problem solved? Oh, for sure. Especially when pest control showed up and unknowingly exterminated the entire promotion in one spray of insecticide. Yikes, how did Philippe take that? He was pretty broken up and took it pretty hard, but he actually closed the store early that day, and I think I heard him singing Candle on the Water from Pete's Dragon as he dimmed the lights for the evening. (laughs) That kid's crazy. Yeah, but he's already at it again. Oh yeah? What's he up to now? Well, he invited all the kids in the area to bring their favorite toys to the Disney Store Canada to help recreate Toy Story. What he didn't happen to mention was he also invited a bunch of kids from the local day school to adopt those toys, like at the end of Toy Story 3. Wait, wait, wait. So his plan was to recreate the end of Toy Story 3? That's possibly the saddest ending of any Pixar movie ever. Yeah, kids were crying because they had their favorite toys taken away from them. Parents were pissed because they didn't know what was happening either. The daycare kids didn't understand what had happened when they already had their newly adopted toys taken back. It was a real fucking mess. Woof. Sounds like it. No thanks. Yeah, but I don't know if he's learned his lesson. 
He didn't cancel his Bambi playtime for this weekend. He's having a petting zoo in the NFA out to the Disney Store Canada. N-F-A? Question mark? Yeah, it's like the NRA, only Canadian. That doesn't sound like a good idea. Woof is right. I definitely do not want to be here for that. Anyway, Skipper, I have to get out of here. Till next week, this is Char Normando reporting live from the Canada Disney Store. Oh, frickin' Philippe, dude. That guy's a mess. And here, I, I have a prediction. I have a prediction. All Rhiannon is thinking right now is that she is disappointed to find out that Canada also has an NRA. Um, I really, 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 really hate saying that you're right, but fuck, you're right. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Oh, uh, well, thank you, uh, Char. We, I just love having your, the finger on the pulse of imagine all the stuff that we missed while she was not covering the Disney store. Imagine the ridiculous things that Philippe was doing that we did not get to hear about while she was on her sabbatical. Yeah, that guy's just getting away with all kinds of stuff. But she's back. Just keeping track. And she sounds prettier than ever. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. I mean, just, she really does. Um, Skipper to Gritchie. I you you found this article and it, it brings up two things. First off, I didn't know there was a goth day. Second of all, we're making you know Trump is making goth Disneyland less goth again. Yep. What? <laughs> He's taking goth away from Disneyland. Goth day is facing massive cuts, and it's because of. Uh, what is this, Skip? The organized state economy and changes the tax laws are responsible? Yeah, so apparently, unlike the Tiki Day that they do at Disneyland and even um, Dapper Day, like, those... Tiki Day isn't a moneymaker at all. That's just a group of people that get dressed up and somebody puts out a, uh, you know, a little like link that says, hey, we're all going to get dressed up, everybody come out. Dapper Day kind of started the same way and it's grown into like more of like uh like they do rent convention space and they get deals with rooms but this guy like this was actually like a money-making business for him right and he like thousands of people would come out and they would do like conferences and they'd have different meet and greets and they'd go all over to these different places but apparently something with the new tax structure um doesn't make it worth it for him to to continue doing it so he actually uh, said that this is going to be the last Bats Day um, mm. event. And the 800 goths, they're saying. This picture is, is incredible. 8,000, I thought it said. Hmm. This picture is incredible. Yeah, it said 5 kids, goths. anyway, 800 goths. This one. And it says 800 here. Maybe somewhere else is 8,000. Oh. But this, is, this, this picture is, is phenomenal. You gotta, I'm going to post this on the uh, the old Facebook page because it's this picture is phenomenal. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, this is this is for the last day. They had right. about 800. But it, what it was saying is that in previous years, they had up to 8,000 people show up specifically for this event. Um, I feel like it's a weird time to do it at the beginning of the summer considering everybody is, uh, you know, in black and wants to be pale white and but I thought the first day, oh, it's great. One of them took a picture of it on the uh, 
choo-choo train. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of feel like uh, the best day for this would have been the first day of Haunted Holiday when they're introducing, you know, Tim Burton's uh, Nightmare yeah. Before Christmas part of the attraction. Uh, oh, man, I did see some of these people actually there walking around. That's cool. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so they stopped. And the weird part is if you went to the Bats Day webpage, which is BatsDay.net, uh, it had a list of all the different events that they were going to do. And then after it would just say, like, canceled. <laughs> canceled. Oh. Yeah, so, like, May 25th, it had wah, wah. Bats Day uh, Black Market, which had over 75 uh, exhibit our exhibitors selling stuff. A Bats Day in the Park. Uh, concert event. That one's canceled. That was canceled. The exhibitors was canceled. The Spooky Day at Disneyland was good. They did that. Um, but yeah, like everything, everything that they did related to it, besides just everybody going to the park was, uh, was canceled. It was just rough, man. That was something that people really liked to do. Yeah. So now it'll just be, it says it's going to continue on as just the meetup, but like, uh, like you said, the opposite, like they just had Dapper Day down here and it started, I mean, they had like organized speakers and things at the Grand Floridian. That you know they had bought convention space not just in Orlando but in the Grand Floridian. I mean these are some pretty high end events, right? Yeah, it was it was they 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 spent a lot of money they made a lot of money but uh, you know thanks a lot Trump taking all those paley or pasty pale people and black out of my car. Mm-hmm. I figured Rhiannon we I think Rhiannon would yeah. be a good goth. I yeah. think we I think we could. Oh, I went through that phase. I was yeah, saying, I could, I, could, I could see that. Yeah. That was called high school. <laughs> Did you call it goth? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hmm. I had a um, dog collar, all black clothing, green lipstick, dyed hair. Oh, God. Do you have any yeah. pictures like that you want to share? Uh, not that I want to share, no. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you just have to go deeper into our Facebook page. <laughs> Just gonna keep going back. And dived, dived, dived. <laughs> right, right, and and because I'm only 26 years old, there are definitely pictures of me from high school on Facebook. Oh yeah, damn it. That's true. <laughs> like, damn it, I have like three. Ugh. Some of these people, the people I work with, though, they do. It's like, jeez. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Uh, who's ready for a little Ask Sour Boner? It's Ask Sour Boner time. So, Sour Boners. So, uh, if you get skipped this week, um, it's because it was too long and uh, complicated. Never heard that before. Sure, sure. <laughs> Excuses. Yeah, sometimes they're very long. Like, pick three things in every part. You know, it's they're very like time consuming. So sometimes we'll just sounds like you're complaining about really sensitive, inquisitive questions from our listeners. Yeah, it's the opposite. I I I just want to hear the complaining from my fellow podcaster or host. When have I ever complained? I don't even know how far back we're going. Never. Let's see. I just say if you get skipped, there's there's plenty to go here. Uh, this is a good one from West Kinetic. He is seeing, uh, he's quoting uh, something from an article where it says, podcasters are the new rock stars of the touring circuit. 
I'm not sure they're talking about us. A niche industry only a few years ago, the most popular podcasts now draw millions of listeners, and their hosts and producers are capitalizing on the connection by taking their audio shows on the road. Woo, so, yeah. Hell yeah. Let's, let's, so what he says, he wants to know, West Kinetic wants to know, when you make, when we make the cross-country tour from Orlando to Anaheim, where would you like to stop and do a show along the way? Could maybe pick up some pointers from Rhiannon's liver, who is making uh, their liver's way around the country. Where would be a good place to do a show? I mean, I feel like I'm the only person, I think, among us who's actually paid money to go to a live podcast show before. So That's a thing. I'm fam- yeah. Yeah, did you not listen to the question? That you would pay money to go to it, though. Yeah. 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 Damn. Baffled. Technically, yeah. I went to one a couple of years ago. There was the WDW News Today podcast did like a music festival, the uh, De Las Puertas Music Festival. And part of it was them recording. But their other part, they brought out a lot of the classic music artists from Disney past. Like they've had, well, Push the Trash Can was there. They had the British Invasion. They had uh, um, Off Kilter. They had the singers from the Beauty and the Beast show that came out and sang at the beginning. I forget their names. Anyway, that's cool. I I just went to like literally four dudes on a stage talking and recording a podcast, pretty much like what we would do if we went on tour. So it was awesome. uh, Are they wanting to know what's like what our tour, what our cities would be? Right. Where would you like to stop? Oh, man. Well, are we going I mean, from New Orleans, obviously? Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are we going from Orlando to Disneyland? Like, is it Walt that's Disney what World he to said. Disneyland? Let's do that. Yeah, that's what he was suggesting. Start here, and we'll make you our really way there. You really aren't paying attention, are you? Oh my god. No, I am. I'm just trying to get us back because we started talking about something that had nothing to do with it. Right. So we're in Orlando, <laughs> and we, and we got we want to get a nice chunk out of the way. So let's sure. Rihanna's favorite city in the world, New Orleans. Let's go there. Where and yeah. where should do it, Rhiannon. I went to a lovely show um, just last Wednesday at the Civic Theater, which is an older theater that's now a bit more modernized. It's nice. You do there. Hmm. Richie, how about somewhere in Texas? I think that would be pretty fun. Well, I'm, so I'm looking at the map. I feel like we might actually need to stop at two places in Texas because it's freaking giant. Um, uh, so I was going to say possibly... Not what she's... Austin, New Orleans to Austin. Yes, please. Because Austin has lots of great food and bars, and it's super fun. Um, And then a good eight or nine hours later, we would get to El Paso where we could hang out with my parents. Go to the compound and get the best margaritas I've ever had anywhere. And you had me at margaritas. Yeah, with this. So good. The only problem is a large chunk of our listeners live north of the Mason-Dixon line, and we're not even going near it. Oh, are we trying to visit our listeners? We're... I would think that's want to probably come. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this trip is going to take like four I know. years. It's gonna be quite a... Yeah, it's going to be like months. We're definitely going to need a sponsor. Well, what if, what if we like went the southern route west and then returning east, we went oh, the northern route? Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's a big right circle around the country. 
I, I love mean, it. in that case, we could actually take the Sunset Limited, which goes from Jacksonville to L.A. We could take Amtrak the whole way. Man, I'm in. Uh, the, without without a discount, the Amtrak from from there to, from New Orleans to L.A. would be only about thirty eight hundred dollars each. <laughs> oh, so that's a good bargain. Let's find out. <laughs> uh, I would say after El Paso, though, Phoenix would be a good stop, and then L.A. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I love you. I love. Well, Vegas. Let, let's go to Vegas. Mm, no, let's go to Albuquerque instead of Phoenix. I'm not sure. Oh, Albuquerque is way out of the way. So is Vegas. Like neither no. of those. Albuquerque's like almost directly north of mm. El Paso. It's like between Texas and Arizona. No. Uh, pff, whatever. No, it's not. New Mexico I'll, I'll like... is. Yeah, I'm gonna um. Yeah, which Albuquerque is in New Mexico. Right. The same way that you could say that Jacksonville (laughs) is between Miami and Orlando. No, I didn't say that. No, I'm saying it's the same idea. Jacksonville's between Miami and Georgia, in which case it is. No, but it's not. Albuquerque is not between El Paso and L.A. It is north. I didn't say that. I said it was between Texas and Arizona. Not, not, Not a good way to go. Arrest my case. Your case is um, still not good. Hey, guys, guys, let me let me let me move quickly to a very important question. I'm gonna Woo. I'm gonna send this one to Rhiannon first. Rhiannon, this is from Potato Plus One, the uh, Shana Do Review. Haven't heard from Shana Do Review in a while. Oh yeah. Shana Do Review wants to know why does Robert Downey Jr. always wear those halfway tinted glasses that make him look creepy? That's our Ugh. Um, maybe it's because if he didn't, he'd be so fucking hot that, like, he would just be constantly attacked and harassed. And so it's really, like, just a self-defense mechanism. Possible. Yes. Possible. Um, do you like disheveled uh, Robert Downey Jr. or well-put-together Robert Downey Jr. better? Mm, I would need an example picture or scenario of each. Well, I'm just going off in my just just ones that I've seen. Like he often looks very disheveled. Oh, by the way, I had mentioned this reminds me Robert Downey Jr. Apparently, a good chunk of the original Avengers actors got together and got a uh, a tattoo to commemorate their their time as being the original. Um, and I was wondering, are we going to get a tattoo somewhere to uh, for the original 3 o'clock parade uh, host? Down. What, what's it going to be? I think a three. Just a random three? Can I just no, draw with a Sharpie? <laughs> I, like... I, think it, I think it's a sour uh, boner on your ass cheek or go home. <laughs> The uh, 17-day train trip from Los Angeles, basically around the country. It goes uh, L.A., San Antonio, New Orleans, Atlanta, Washington, and New York City. $3,249 per person. Man. That sounds terrible. It's a vacation. Yeah. Speaking of vacation, uh, breaking news. I booked my first ever trip to Europe. Woo! Yeah. Going to Ireland. Breaking news. Put him on the no-fly list. It includes meals, hotels, and, like, passes for other stuff. So that's not just the train. That's sounding better. So it's like a cruise 
but on land. Right. That actually, you're actually starting to sound. How long does that take, though? 13 days? 17 days. Is it 17? Yeah. 17. That's a hell of a long time off. Need a sponsor. My bag of wine's almost empty. Okay. Really squeezing the rest of them out there. There. There Wow. It's a lot of days in a row. Let's see. How many how many weddings would you have during that time? (laughs) Clearly seventeen. Right? I've been (laughs) only two weddings that I've been to in the last several years. I would say the last seven years. Have been the one in California, and then the one when you were in Florida. Those are the only two. Yeah, I'm just kidding. How convenient. What's convenient? Might be what happens when you don't tell anyone you're coming until like three days before. I didn't really know Hmm. that much earlier in advance than that. Could have. Either way. Mm -hmm. Either way. Um, Where's the. You want me to take over? Yeah, just a second. Oh, okay. Then that's a no. (laughs) The hell? (laughs) There it is. I think our sponsor needs to be Red Brick Craft Craft Distillery. Yeah, yeah. That is the story that gave us, they sent Rhiannon. The, the my boot. bourbon. I mean, our bourbon our, our. that just and accidentally we'll evaporated before you could have any. Well, same thing happened here. He brought it to me at Fort Wilderness basically the day Skip was leaving. So I left with it all because he was flying the next day. So it was us, but I was the only one that's ever had it. So um, Red Brick Craft Distillery, the official sponsor of our 17-day uh, trip around the country. Are you looking for concierge-level service? <laughs> Contact Red Brick Distillery at R-E-D-D-B-R-C-K. No? Okay. Well, I'm, I'm guessing that Red Brick would actually contact Becca uh, and uh, and uh, set that trip up for us. Right, because this trip is going to need several sponsors. We, we're going to... <laughs> Hard stuff, you go to Red Brick. If you need a little something light and refreshing, obviously grab for a White Claw. Who do you call if you just need a little something something? Oh, hey, if you want any, like, shirts, uh, one of my coworkers wants to be a sponsor for his, like, shirt company. And if you need a, what's the the place in El Paso? (laughs) Oh, and if you're looking for (laughs) any of your uh, fabric or foam needs for your home or auto, reach out to Texas Fabrics and Foam. I have so many foam needs. <laughs> you know, if you're reupholstering a sofa, all... if you don't want to just go buy a new sofa because you love your current one so much, uh, you can save pennies to the dollar. <laughs> now, By reaching out to my family at Texas Fabrics and Foam. <laughs> I'd like to reach out to them to arrange for a foam party. For our trip. I mean, Ooh, I like a the train. Rhiannon, would you thing. wear your new overalls to the foam party? Actually, yes, because I feel like it'd be safer than well, any other items I could it's wear. Like, it would be safer. It would be safer. 
get a little, people get a little grabby in foam parties. Oh, I mean, yeah, you never know. Yeah, yeah. fabrics, outdoor, automotive, contract, hospitality, foam, vinyl, supplies. They even have a blog, which you can find at texasfabricsandfoam.com. It's basically a lifestyle brand. Yeah, the last blog update was, are you ready? The 30th of March, 2014. Nice. Yeah. A lot has changed in that time period, though, so they better get on that. Oh, no, for sure. A lot has changed in the foam and textile and fabric. Oh, yeah. The foam is so different now. Mm -hmm. Oh, these guys are good. Moving on to designated Disney dad, dad. Mom? who had his uh, his <laughs> the shirt that I mentioned last time, the new Pandora party on Pandora at Pangu Pangu shirt got denied by T Public for having the word Pandora in it. Um, what? <laughs> having to retool a little bit. I need to retool. Um, designated Disney dad quote tweeted a uh, a article keytotheworldtravel.com had a thing and it said top five adult beverages at Walt Disney World and we're, he wants to know our thoughts. So let's see if we agree that these are t- anywhere at all five top five adult beverages. Number five, Smoky Bones at Trilobites in Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is a chocolate milkshake with candy bacon and bourbon. Never tried it. Looks I'm not big into ice drinks, so I would typically not get this. Um, it's just not something you'd go out of your way to get out there. Yeah. Um, it might be really good, but I like the same thing even and I, this is sacrilege to a lot of people. But I don't like the alcohol milkshakes at Two In Lounge. I just don't like to mix my desserts and alcohol really. It just I want a boo I want a drink or I want I want booze. That is sacrilege. I don't want candy. I know. Number Unless four. It's in the form of a back scratcher or a lapu lapu. Backs. Those are candy. Backs. Those are just awesome. Ah. Um, number four, Southern Sangria at Paddlefish Springs. Um, Mrs. D&D will call BS on this one. She actually did not like oh. her, it's her least favorite sangria at Disney World. Doesn't, didn't like it. And it was it was all it was promoted as like this awesome sangria. She was mm-hmm. not a fan. She's our, she's the sangria lover of our family. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She uh, was not a fan. Yeah, she's like Disney sangria life. Right. Correct. Mm-hmm. Number three, the Nautilus at Trader Sam's Grog Grotto. Mm, sure, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, by the time I get to the Nautilus, I'm typically not, I'm just usually pretty hammered. So, uh. You have to be to agree to order that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. It was it was after this on my birthday when uh, Crimson Tide Dan had ordered it for the two of us and we were sharing it as you know bros too. So sweet. And uh, they were basically like, "This is gonna be your last one, guys." <laughs> <laughs> Bravo! Like, Enjoy your drink. Um, this is your last one. I'm like, "Oh, all right." They were very nice about it though. But uh, three overdue. Uh, probably watching the two of us uh, share. A drink was a little too... Maybe that's just what they didn't enjoy. Maybe we were being discriminated against. And it had nothing to do with the 87 drinks we had had that day. Probably not. No, of course not. Mm-mm. Um. Oh, uh, this is interesting. Number two, Grey Goose Slushy found in the France Pavilion. Mm. 
It's iconic, though, I will say. I know, I know. But I don't really know why. It looks cool. It's like a fucking plastic cup. It's like two ounces, period, with like a tiny fraction of that actually being alcohol and... And it's something the beer drinkers, a lot of you know, non-beer drinkers are pretty excited at this point. Um, I will say, though, it is the one of my favorite moments at Epcot ever was I went to watch. I had nothing else to do for the morning, so I went and I watched the marathon complete one time. And uh, I watched from Epcot World Showcase, which is the last mile of the marathon. So these people have now run 25 miles. I mean, it's... And this guy comes jogging through like he had not a care in the world, holding a giant donut over his head and a Grey Goose slushie over his head. It was the coolest (laughs) thing ever. And he looked like he had just started. Fresh. Everyone else was dragging ass. (laughs) Well, that's why they didn't have a donut. Except for that guy. Fuck him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they hadn't had the donut and alcohol to make him feel good. They were just like, damn mm-hmm. it. This Before he got to France, he was probably dragging ass. Right. Yeah, it's true. Another guy came by with a turkey leg. I was pretty impressed. <laughs> so, like, the last mile through World Showcase becomes, like, a little bit of a parade of ridiculousness as people kind of try to one-up each other in this department. So it's pretty cool. And also... It's also where you do start to see bloody nipples, though, which is not good. Oh, yeah, sexy. No I didn't know that was a thing until I went to the last mile of the marathon. A non-seasoned runner will wear a regular shirt with no protection. and um, Amateurs. So I see a lot of guys running with their shirt off, and at first I just thought they were hot, but I think the majority of them were probably nipple-related. No, you still thought they were hot. Oh, wait. I'm not... No, I'm not going to be a hater. Um, okay, final, number one. Um, High Tower Rocks at Nomad Lounge in Disney's Animal Kingdom. Yeah. 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 Probably make my top five. I don't know who would be number one. Obviously not. Yeah. I love the name, though, because it has a reference to him, uh, the character at the Tower of Terror, I believe, in uh, Japan, where it's uh, his... They have a character named something Hightower, and it's Joe Rohde's picture. Oh, that's cool. Harrison Hightower, I believe, is his name. <laughs> so I, I, typi- I typically go with the Snow Leopard, but, t- but really typically Kungaloosh beer. Obviously. Yeah. Kungaloosh. Well, there they are. Those are the top ones. What do you think? Decent? Not terrible. I've seen worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen, definitely seen worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I feel like I would have gone with the dark and stormy. Uh, I think you could have anywhere. Yeah, it's good though. Yeah, but it's good. It's at Walt Disney Most World the, beverages. Like for the Trader Sam's drink, they picked one of the better Trader Sam's drinks. Some of them are just shit up garbage. Well, I feel that the, uh, you know, like the Smoky Bones Trio is almost like that's like basically a Fridays type drink, like. Can walk into Albertsons and just add ice and blend it yourself almost. So like that's not too crazy for me. Uh, I haven't tried the paddlefish sangria, but I'm sure there's got to be better drinks than that within the top four. Right. 
And Skip, for, for Skipper to Gritchie, it's a challenge because ev- to find a drink that is not, that is on the regular menu that is not sweet, which is his, his kryptonite, is a sweet drink. I just, yeah, I just, I don't want the candy. Yeah, I'm saying, yep. right? Moves it up. Yeah, a red drink that is not sweet is not, you know, there are it's more challenging. Yeah, for sure. Um, the next uh, ass up order comes from Rhiannon's liver. Oh. Oh, and it hey, also it also leads us to outrage of the week. Uh oh. Hold on, hold on, let me sit down. Okay. At Dino Land USA, Donald's Dino Bash was part of the incredible summer at Walt Disney World, where uh, they're doing new offerings at all four parks to celebrate the Incredibles. Well, they announced that Donald's Dino Bash is going to become a permanent addition to Dino Land USA, which is basically... Them putting Donald and traditional Disney characters in every square inch of Dino Land, USA. Um, oh no! Please so, help me calm uh, down. Do you have a Xanax? I can't show you. <laughs> can you think of Donald who is more misplaced or deserves less to be in his new home than this one? Worst Donald placement ever. He's with Daisy. And I actually agree with the outrage on this one. I am I'm really disappointed in this. So I will join the outrage of outrage of the week because I am now filing my nails. Dino Land has its own unique story that is just specific to Disney World. And they are gumming it up That's with garbage. Wait, but um, are they? Yes. So going back to the very beginning when it opened, <gasps> even before um, Hester and whatever, whatever the, that little dial. Chester. Yeah, Chester. Yeah, bullshit. That restaurant was mm. Donald's Breakfast Thesaurus. Donald's always oh, been part of cool. Dino Land. They had a special no, no, no. event in the morning. No, no, no. He had Donald's Breakfast Thesaurus. Hold on. The actual thing with that was that the bone that they found in Dinoland was directly related to Donald. And there was even a, a like painting within the building that showed the, pro- the progress from dinosaurs to Donald. Like, he's always been part of Dinoland USA. He was taken away, first oh off. God. After no. breakfast was over, he he was gone. They got rid just, of him. Of... Just say uncle. Say uncle. No. Not saying uncle. They, I don't like it. I don't well, it like it. Doesn't make it ha! not true though. He was there for the breakfast. Right now he's in. Now they moved him over to Ap- or, uh, uh, F- Africa. Africa House. Yeah. But so Donald can't over. travel this... around and enjoy. Yeah. Breakfast one place and lunch right. somewhere else. So I mean, the this. really fun part is Jeez. just throwing this it, out because I was searching. In 2012, somebody actually there was actually an article that says 10 things to do in Walt Disney World if you love Donald Duck. Oh. Said Donald's Breakfast Asaurus. You know it. They, they said Let's, go to the Animal yeah. Kingdom. Hear me out. Hear me, okay, just hear me out. Dino Rama and Dino Land USA 
is a roadside attraction in the middle of nowhere in this little crappy gas station on the side of the road, right? I'm following you when you say crappy. Yes, crappy. That's, what, that. that's what the shitty crappy. side is, but that's not the in original part. What world would Disney allow their prime characters to go outside in the middle of the crap and hang out in some roadside attraction in the middle of nowhere? Disney would never allow that. But that's not what it was at first. At first it was where the dinosaur ride is, and that was the big corporation that was exploiting the the dig site. And then where Donald's Breakfast Thesaurus is, that restaurant was actually where all of the college kids were working and living, and that's how they were earning their money. And it was all based on this bone that they found and that bone was directly related to Donald Duck. Oh, that was just I for the breakfast. I feel like Disney would be okay with their characters visiting non-genderified neighborhoods. I mean, come on. Like, you're going to go to, like, worldview, Ruth, man. something and, like, a bunch of Disney characters are going to be there? I call BS. This whole thing is BS. It's the worst. Outrage of the week. You're outrage of the week. You are outrage of the week. Your face is outrage of the week. So sad. Disney <laughs> character. I feel that too. That's me. Mine's loud. Be right back. I'm going to go cry for a little while. Okay, go cry. Okay, cool. Bye. Disney <laughs> uh, week, like, go to bed early? Oh, oh he's back. Okay, sorry. Let's see. What is this here? Two Book Steve is. I don't know this. I'm not I'm sure gonna, what month it is. So I'm moving on. I don't understand. I love you, Steve, but I'm not. Why can't Disney more these? I'm sorry. We're moving on. Um, there's a new Hatbox Ghost bottle opener magnet for Ooh, 12. I saw that. So JB, down with your pity, would like to know. What are the chances Rhiannon buys one for every room of her house? Oh, JB. See, the problem is, it's not that I don't love that. It's that I only have so many rooms in my house, and I already have some amazing bottle openers. So, you know, I have to give equal attention, equal appreciation to my current collection. So, yeah, I'll probably buy it but not one room house. And let's be honest, in no way are you going to replace the great, your, your favorite bottle opener of all time, which is in the shape of a large wooden penis. Um, it's a giraffe penis. Sorry. Show some respect. Sorry. And his <laughs> name is Marley. You guys say, does he have a name? Marley. Yeah. Large wooden giraffe penis. I also have two bottle openers that are antlers. Because I lost the first one, and so my mother bought me a second one, and then I found the first one. Hmm. So, yeah. That would go really well in the uh, Canadian, like at a meeting for the Canadian version of the NRA. <clears throat> oh, did I hit a sore spot? Yeah, what was that noise? It's terrifying. <laughs> exactly. Raising fangirls um, had a Pepsi truck parked right in front of his driveway. 
And I said, check the doors, see if there's any Diet Dew in there. Because I actually do like, for a treat, a Diet Mountain Dew every once in a while. Ew. Wants to know. Oh my God, you're the best. I knew there was a reason. I made sure to listen to y'all's podcast as soon as it comes out. P.S. Regular Dew for me. P.S.S. What booze do you mix with Mountain Dew? What, what, oh. what booze would you do? Oh, I got. Let me. Excuse me. I have this. Okay. So, back in the day, we're talking like over 10 years ago, I invented a drink that I like to call the White Trash Whiskey Sour, which was Jack Daniels and Mountain Dew. Mm. And delicious, amazing, mm. swear by it. And then many years later, not that many, just 10. Um, so the new Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came out on Netflix. And I think it was like the very first episode. The guy they're looking to transform his signature drink was, wait for it, the Redneck Margarita, which was tequila in Mountain Dew. Which I have not personally experienced. However, he had all of the guys try it, and they all basically want to like spit it out. So I can't vouch for that, but I can vouch for Mountain Dew and Jack Daniels. Hmm. There you go. There you go. My answer is to, was actually probably going to be like something like a Bacardi Lemon. Just sure, sure. chill. Yeah. Um. Outer Rim Gym. Remember a couple weeks ago we discussed uh, there was a budding possible challenge for the uh, Outer Rim Gym had talked about uh, with the monster versus me. I float mm -hmm, mm -hmm, the river. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. Well, are you ready for the data? This is their You post out? Oh. Practice run was... No, it hasn't come up yet. What, what, what is there to post out on when it's floating in a lazy river? <laughs> when it comes to you... No, sure don't answer. Can figure that. out something. Don't answer that. So, un here's the official results of the test run. So we can go from here. Unassisted float time for one complete lap at the Typhoon Lagoon Lazy River was 21 minutes and 35 seconds. Uh, hoofed it thereafter. Uh, upstream, 18 minutes and 35 seconds. Hmm. So they beat floating by roughly three minutes. So I have similar questions to the ones I had when we were talking about the monorail challenge, which is like, it's all well and good to talk about in theory, but in practice, when you're dealing with like hundreds of other people who don't know what you're doing. Um, and so, you know, to his credit, he did this. Like if you were literally walking upstream the entire time, wouldn't you get like a bunch of dirty looks? You'll be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, well, not if you're the monster. The monster. Well, yeah, those are the things I worry about. I don't know. Mm. I worry about you know bucking mm. the uh, the norm. Nothing as bad as like when there's like a group of like rowdy people in the lazy river. I will admit I've met that people that person a few times. Oh, but... just a few. <laughs> I was being the worst at that time, I will admit, but it is the worst. No one's perfect, Ray. Not even me. Mm. Mm. Um, I know. Very one from Ali Rage. 
Did you see that there is a new audio animatronic in um, Toy Story Land of Wheezy, the penguin? Yes. And he's going to be singing, You've Got a Friend in Me. Well, Ollie wants to know, can someone please Photoshop, give him dreads and a styrofoam cup and make him Lil Wheezy? <laughs> like, and I think that would be a great idea. People are really upset about Wheezy because they say it's just the uh, Mr. Potato Head animatronic that used to be there because it's almost the same shape and height. They just right. change the eyes and paint it black. Oh, I would be because I was under the impression okay. they were moving him. I don't know. Just know that they're upset. More, more rage. More disbitter. All the rage. All the rage. I think I, I do. I do get the reason people want more audio animatronics in the parks. Less. Less blackface. And that would not be a gain of audio animatronics, which is, would be a really cool addition. Um, so maybe though, Mr. Potato Head will surprise us and be in the regular queue. Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I know that I went to make fast passes for not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. And, and for the first time, like forever, there were Toy Story fast passes available. Nice. Just Man, before they take close on. It. Exactly. Yeah. Never about I didn't do it. Yeah. I'm all about that Aerosmith. I'm like a diehard fan. I like Got to see my man, Steven Tyler. That. I love that idea. <laughs> love that idea. Your liver would like you to finish this sentence. Listen, listen up. Pay attention. Three years ago, if someone told me I'd be hosting a podcast that's now lasted 125 episodes and spurred countless myself in the liver. adventures and more than a few real friendships, I would have said... Um, I don't do people. You don't what? Do people. I don't do people. Do people. <laughs> Not a people person. Sorry. <laughs> can't host a podcast, can't meet fans, can't make friends. I don't do people. I had no idea. I know. I know. You did get to hang out with the... Three o'clock parade beat reporter over the about a week ago. Yeah. Right? Um, could you believe it that of everybody that I'm quote unquote friends with, that the three o'clock beat parade reporter would be the first of any of y'all to come and fucking visit me on my home turf. The fact that, that he better. travels for a living would nah, make it very likely. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> No. Yana? No. Yana. 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 But um, I'm glad you guys got to spend some quality time. We did. We got to take him to my favorite pizza joint, my favorite beer bar, and then my favorite slash ironically really not favorite dive bar. Mm. So it was good. 
And Skip to Gritchie got to, uh, was that the first time you met the monster of Skip to Gritchie? No. Ooh. No. no. I still do. Yeah, no, we met, uh, we've actually met a few times, but um, the first time was way at the beginning of the podcast when uh, they did a meetup, uh, like a West Coast meetup, and a bunch of us met and hung out. That was fun. And then we've just, be, you know, remained friends since then. Hmm. Yeah, we have our own version of family out here, dude. Good folks. Hashtag Good familia. Folks. Mm, like hashtag, hashtag ampersand family or hashtag familia. Hashtag familia, because you know we're, we're West Coast. Yeah, and it's their 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 symbol is a churro. It's actually it's true. It's and a poke bowl. Oh God, that sounds so good. Whew. Let's do that now. <laughs> um, honestly. Um, Livy, I am actually very surprised at the amount of uh, uh, good people that have met through the podcast. It's been a really cool part. But I thought that'd be way more terrible than this. <laughs> For some reason, what we do seems to attract good people. Um, I don't know why. I don't. I don't know what it is. I don't. I couldn't put my finger on why that is. But we we attract good people, and. Um, the com as a common interest, I believe, is what it is. So, um, but I would actually was hoping that it would turn into something like that. That was oh, that was why we wanted to do it. So, I would have said, "Awesome, it's going to kind of work." And I would say, "Holy fuck, it worked!" Yeah. What? Yeah, right. Just hold my pants. Forever. That's all I would say. Hold my pants. Getting in on this. I will not do that. Well, you can hold nothing. That's I'm like. not going to do that either. Son of a bitch. Thought I'm I really screaming. Oh. I mean, that wouldn't be the first time. Exactly. Forever? <laughs> Forever? Uh, I would love to do something like what you that guy did, the, the goth day or whatever, but somehow do it like pineapple day or whatever we would do, whatever, back scratcher day. My God, stuff like that just is a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. And then you get shut down by Trump, so yeah, have fun. Wolf. Let's see. Interesting question. Matt, Jim Coach Schnell. It's probably been asked before, but how much would you pay for a Disney drinking plan? Let's say five drink credits a day. Ooh. Sound about right. You're going to pay 100 bucks a day at least. For, but, for the, five drinks? I'm just saying. No. That's probably what they would charge you. No. You don't think Disney would charge you 100 bucks? For five drinks. I'm just saying. They would have to. Semi. It just. I don't know if they could ever make it work. It was interesting, though. We're talking to a bartender at Typhoon Lagoon. Actually, we're not. We're talking to the bartender, and then one of the food and beverage managers came up. And one of the things that. They're adding, and they're adding the White Claw to Typhoon Lagoon. And they're saying the reason they're adding some of these new beverages is because of the dining plan added alcohol. So they're, they have to add more things that can be in cans for places that don't have draft or whatever. So you're going to see more of an influx of newer things that can be in cans because they want to offer something for these folks. Why are you giving that credit when you can just take it for yourself that you introduced them to my claw? It was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Um, now you can also get White Claw at 
Margarita Joe's on the boardwalk, and Atlantic Dance Hall. So there's three places now. Officially. Still trying to get it into uh, the contemporary. With Lil' Andy. Let's see. Um, Sarah Grafham. Lovely, lovely woman. For a morning, afternoon, and evening of all the same day, do you have a favorite Disney World drink combination? So morning, afternoon, and evening, all the same day, pick a favorite Disney World location drink combination. So where would you want to go for morning, afternoon, and evening on the same day? I can't leave? Just, just the same location? Let's just do a little tour, I guess. I know Rhiannon's starting at the contemporary top. Or, uh, Fuck, yeah. And then I guess I will do my lunch at Epcot for Tipsy Ducks and Love, and then I will end at Tambu for a back scratcher. Back scratcher? I'm not. I'm going to go a different way. I'm going to start with a morning drink, a morning lapu lapu, kick it off at the Polynesian. And then in the afternoon, I'm going to go to Animal Kingdom for a nice, refreshing. In the evening, I'm going to come back full circle back to the Polynesian. But I'm going to go to Trader Sam's. I've been in, I, I still do love a Trader Sam's. Uh, get a dark and tropical stormy. But you can get that anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you Dumb. fucking can. Doesn't matter. It's still great. And I, I agree with you on that one, buddy. Yes. Um, damn it. Whatever it is. This is hard. Can I just say Epcot and just drink around the world the entire day? Just Basically, St. Patrick. Yeah, just, I'm going to start at the United Kingdom and have uh, Scottish eggs and uh, whatever they want to serve me. And then I'm going to go to Mexico and have queso and whatever they want to serve me. And just, Yeah, I just want to do that. I just want to eat and drink around the world the whole day at Epcot. I know it's boring-ish, but that sounds good to me. <laughs> Um, Ian fault. McGregor, uh, who's e- who's the evilest Skipper DeGritchie? And I'm going to direct this towards you. Thanos, Derek Bergen. Oh damn it! Or the person that decided a complete overhaul of the Tambu Lounge was necessary. I am going to say that I'm going to reply to this specifically in the tweet in Twitter. Because I have damning evidence that Derek Bergen is all three of those things in one. Oh my God, he is him. He is. He's the evil Trinity. Yep, he's himself, which makes him evil. He's Thanos, which makes him evil, and he's the one changing Tambu Lounge, which makes him evil. He must be stopped. He must be stopped. Oh my god, that's terrible. Um, uh, Diz Counselor, the great Titan Counselor, Danos. Interesting <laughs> question. I don't know what this is referring to, so we just ask it as it is. Oh, okay. He had a um, a genie lamp that you would push, almost like a magic eight ball, and it would answer questions. And um, 
I asked him, uh, would the Tambu Lounge refurbishment be for the better? And the genie first said, wait a minute. I'm not going to answer right now. And then about 30 seconds later, he said, it's later. And he clicked it again. And it said, yes. So the genie lamp says the Tambu Lounge will emerge improved from the refurbishment. Oh, well, I mean, that's good. Mm-hmm. Right? Just await your suit on libel. Um, did you guys celebrate Cinco de Mayo slash Kentucky Derby on the same day? It was an awesome day. Fuck yeah. Cinco de Drunco or Kentucky Drunky? New holiday for me? He wants to know. I like um, Cinco de Drunco. I like that. Cinco de Mayo is my favorite drinking holiday. I actually prefer it over St. Patrick's Day. No wrong answers. Um, yeah, there is. I agree. There is no wrong answers. Um, the only uh, thing is this. I do really like the Kentucky Derby. So I was more focused on the Kentucky Derby than Cinco de Mayo. But we did go to a local well, brewery called Crooked Can, and they had a uh, Chihuahua racing. Like not like dirty racing where they like are they're like bred to you know do this. These are people who love their pets and bring them to uh, to race, and it was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, we uh, we were slated to fly out of New Orleans uh, 5.36 that central time. Um, regardless, it was during the time of the Derby. And so we had spent the previous hours celebrating Cinco de Mayo in New Orleans and then went to the airport and then hung out at the airport bar to celebrate the Kentucky Derby and watch that. So... That's how we did that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A very interesting SR boner from Dizwire. He was got in a discussion with um, at Disney again and someone else, Mel, um, and it was about uh, Skipper Canteen getting boozed and he's like, oh, I got this rum drink. And he's like, wait, I thought it was just beer and wine. And this Mel is saying that they had fruity drink with rum in it and it was delicious Ooh. so do we know anything about them actually having rum drinks now in skipper canteen this could be breaking it could be wrong uh, all i know is the announcement that came out yesterday two, two days ago that they were adding two additional restaurants to the list of restaurants in the magic kingdom that offered beer and wine not alcohol well, whatever liquor um but just to meals aka not to go um and those two restaurants were crystal palace and the plaza restaurant um and then someone made some comment to me after i tweeted it they were like oh my god like why are they offering like cocktails at plaza and not skipper canteen and i'm like wait what cocktails yeah and so i went and i googled and by cocktail, if you go to the actual Disney World website and look at the menu, it's now showing um, beer, wine, and then cocktails or mixed drinks or whatever. And the mixed drinks, it's mimosa. 
It's like, oh. it's not a cocktail. It's not a, a liquor. It's just a <laughs> fucking mosa. So anyways, uh, I can't answer this question because I don't know anything about actual liquor being served yeah. in any of these restaurants. I just know that the announcement this week was Plaza, yeah. Crystal Palace, and then, oh my God, the outrage! Oh yeah. Like, things have changed so much at the other places since. Like, you know what I mean? Um, that is what I did hear, though, and I believe I messaged you about this, Rhiannon, that... The good news is Skipper Canteen's offerings beer-wise will be expanding. This was something that Outer Rim Jim had heard from his server because they share a area with the new Club 33 Lounge. They will yeah. be having much larger offerings, supposedly. That's pretty cool. Because they share like a prep kitchen yeah. with them. Yeah, that'd so, be cool. Yeah, breaking news. <sighs> Skip, do we do we talk about the Kirk, the guy that the the Kirkland Light commercials? This guy, we uh, Brian's. Okay, Brian Senate uh, referenced it, and I thought we had those. Those are great. It's so cool. It's it's everything we wanted to do. Yeah, we I don't have it. to. I think it's really cool. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. It's just missing the hint of lump of uh, no. Um, Gross. We're down to the final stretch here. Oh, good, because I'm tired. Yeah, we'll fire, we'll fire it up here. Um, oh, my God. You're um, someone. Rhiannon's never heard of this person, Nick Waymania. Who? Yeah, I don't Who's know. Some guy? Somebody. But anyway, it's a tweet, a tweet of a tweet of a, 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 a article. Man shatters his own record by eating 30,000 Big Macs. And um, Showcase of Wishes says, cool, but who has the record of the most burgers eaten at Disneyland's Tomorrowland Terrace? <laughs> and Nick Waymania wants to know, was it Drunk at Sam's? No. I I actually don't like eating burgers at the parks. Hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I feel like I let people Not down. even burger, whatever. What the, what's the fucking place called? Hmm. At uh, Disney Springs, the oh Deluxe Burger Deluxe. Yeah. I've never, I've never yeah. been there. Yeah. Now there have I. Uh, I'm just saying, like, if you're right, try it. I got a, uh, I have gotten a milkshake there, and believe it or not, I didn't think it was possible for a milkshake to be too sweet, but it was. I didn't think it was possible. <laughs> I did see Aaron from Los Angeles eating there once. Oh, really? Yep, Aaron and the uh, and uh, Klaus the were lovely there. Klaus, the lovely Klaus, and um. That's where I saw them once when they were there. They were just in for like a very short time, and I bumped I bumped into them there. Um, Creeper. Well, I knew I was like there intentionally to see them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, how Bowers with a very important question. Skipper to Richie, I'll start with you. Will Star Wars Land feature a millennial pink falcon? No. God, I hope not. That would be the worst. We've decided for all to, to make so people will take more selfies in front of it. We're gonna make it millennial pink, the millennial falcon. Get it, millennial pink falcon. Oh, oh now I get it. Okay, thank you for explaining it. Yeah. Designated Disney dad um, responded to a Disney mashup challenge where it said mash up two Disney items to create a heavy metal heavy metal band, and his were. Thunder Buzz, which is Big Thunder Mountain and Buzz Lightyear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Um, interesting, interesting one from Brian, Brian Lamas. I'm going to throw it, uh, start with Rhiannon. Should, mm-hmm. should I assume Tambu is going to be closed in mid-August, and do you think they'll offer some of the drinks at the other bars around the resort? Great question. It's a terrible question. Well, it's a good question. No, don't, like, if my pet just died, don't ask me a question about my pet. Fuck. But, all right, here's what, here, here's what, like, on Pixar Pier, when they closed the, uh, the bar, uh, Cove oh, the, Bar. The Cove Bar? The Cove Bar. We were there, and we still couldn't get the fucking nachos anywhere? Yeah, right. yeah. Awesome. Another bar, but they didn't move the I'm nachos. Yeah, loving this. Drinks were moved, though. That one really cotton candy one? Yeah, the fuck drinks cotton candy. Yeah, that drink is no bueno. But um, I would hope that the Lapu Lapu will be served somewhere. Uh, over by the other pool bar. Look, all I know is that we just purchased another potted plant here, so I like at least six more back scratchers to stick in there to keep my cats out of it so if there are not back scratchers to be purchased somewhere i'm gonna fuck fucking dick somewhere i don't know oh shit drink a back scratcher i don't i don't that 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 word doesn't sound anything like is that anything related to a back scratcher back scratchers back scratcher yeah just had a quick just been watching season two of westworld I have not yes. caught up with it yet. Okay. I'll talk to Rita about it later. Dude, we have a strict 48-hour rule. Okay? It's a, uh, exactly like 32 hours. There is a... As soon as I launch, we talk about it. Yeah. There is a loosely affiliated um, Westworld spoilers special group for people who want to talk about it. If anyone wants added in, including you, Rian, I believe Walt's Frozen Head is in there. Uh, Shuck... And uh, a couple other people. Uh, Bay Lake Spence. There's only like three people and me. Um, and a couple more. A couple more. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, we talked a little bit about Westworld because it's not really fit for a regular world because A, nobody, people that don't watch it don't care. And B, it's a lot of spoilers. So anyway, if you want in, let me know. Where is your Bachelor private thread? Mm, we need that. That one we can talk about in public. Oh. Sorry. Okay. A little embarrassing. All right. Um, good question. Designated Disney Dad. There's literally two left. Starting a, a during a discussion with the senior partner of our firm, she whips out a pair of scissors and starts scratching her back with them. What? So I start thinking, what other implements of back scratching destruction could the Tambu bartenders use when they're out of the real thing, the real McCoy? Oh, that's Just going to hand out. Bro. That is pretty terrible. Did you... I... <laughs> I guess when you're the senior partner, you can do whatever you want. Uh, sure. Um, I will say that, so, um, my last day in New Orleans... Uh, Mark and I were kind of like, like uh, what do we do for the next three hours? And people on tour were like, go to this bar. It's like the most amazing tiki bar. And we're like, okay, sure. So we ended up walking like two hours, or, sorry, <clears throat> two miles, not two hours, 
uh, to this bar. And yeah, it was this amazing tiki bar. It wasn't as cool as Tambu, but they definitely had a lot of really original drinks, good food. And they had these um, these giant sticks sticking out of a, a glass behind the bar. And so I'm like, are, are those like, you know, some kind of back scratcher or something that back I can really go scratcher. to drink? And so we asked the bartender, and he said that actually those were um, re uh, reinventions or whatever have you um, of what was originally used as a muddling stick, as a swizzle stick, basically. So they were twigs where like where a branch kind of like starts branching off. You just cut it all off, so you have like a stick with like little forkies, but you cut them off. And they use little forkies to like muddle your drink and swizzle it. Hmm. And so there's some term for it, and it's online. I don't know. But, anyways, I wanted one of my drink to take home with me. And apparently, it was like an artifact that probably costs a lot of money. So, sadly. Hmm. That but is yeah. pretty cool, though. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The final Ask Sour Boner of the night is a very important one. Uh-oh. We had sort of touched on it, but now it's going to get it's bring a little bit more to it. Jim Coach Schnell, any chance the addition of adult beverages to a couple more places at Magic Kingdom means it'll start moving towards quick service and maybe carts someday? Because I want to drink with my quick service lunch credits because they do have an alcohol option on the quick service dining plan. Okay. I really wish you didn't leave this for last because I would be far more coherent like an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I have a lot of thoughts on this because I don't, I'm not intimately familiar with the dining plan. Uh, I did, I did read comments similar to that um, about how the fact that they started adding it to the dining plan meant that it was inevitable that it would come to Magic Kingdom because people would start bitching like, hey, I paid for this, but I can't use it here, what the fuck? Um, so yes, I think to answer his question, I think it's just a matter of time. Um, I did read uh, Tom Bricker's blog post about this, where he talked about how he was personally disappointed where they introduced the concept of alcohol in Magic Kingdom by making sure it was like super themed at like you know be our guest. It's a French restaurant of course you need wine with dinner and then next thing you know it's like well just like four more restaurants like and we'll theme the beers and wines and just you know lunch and dinner and now it's like two more and it's not really themed i'm like no it's just it's yeah it's gonna keep coming um but what my thought was in reading this sort of outrage was that i think people are looking at the worst case scenario which is Beer carts are just going to start popping up around Main Street and the Hub. What I'm looking at is the best case scenario that we get the fucking shit we've been talking about on this podcast, on Twitter, on blogs for years, which is themed bars. Like, once you go down this path that you're allowing this to happen, that's when we can have our Haunted Mansion bar. That's when we can have mm-hmm. our Pirates of the Caribbean rum bar. 
that's when we can have our Alice in Wonderland, you know, tea, but it's it's Long Island tea or something, bar. You know, like, there's yeah. so much room for creativity and theme and, and immersiveness. And, like, that's the avenue I choose to focus on. Like, I'm not looking at this as, like, am I gag? It's going to, like, become a fucking carnival and it's just, like, popcorn and Bud Light and fucking... No, like, I think there's a, a lot we could do here. End of rant. No, oh that God. wasn't, I don't I'm out. see that a rant. Yeah. I think I, <laughs> I, that is the best case scenario and I love it. Um, I, if you had asked me and we did, I think we talked about this six months ago. I was less, I would have been less likely to say yes on the, will it come to quick service? What I've, the focus I'm seeing from these places and why I think so is I'm seeing it from a, like you said, guest satisfaction for giving them what they're paying for. The way that that Typhoon Lagoon manager was speaking, like, it is a top priority to get more beverages that these people can get. And that pressure, while... So I think there's an internal struggle at the Magic Kingdom and from Disney World about this. But, you know, obviously not everyone at Disney, even among decision makers, probably agree on this. Um, there's an internal struggle. And I think, like you said, it, it I think, it, oof. but to, to make that push to the beer carts, I think I agree. I don't think that I really don't think that would happen. But quick service might happen. But just I still have a hard time believing that you're going to be walking out of, you know, What's his name? Sunny Eclipse walking by with an ice-cold yingling. It's just hard to imagine that. Um, walking around Tomorrowland in one of those restaurants. I don't know. I don't. It's not hard for me to imagine that. No, I think what they're doing, and I think they fucked themselves over, honestly, because they started offering that as part of the dining plan. Like, that's where they screwed themselves. Because you could make the argument that let's keep alcohol as part of a, you have to have an ADR, is a sit-down lunch or dinner. You cannot leave the restaurant with that. Like, that's a separate beast. Once mm -hmm. you opened it up to quick service where you can walk out there with that, now you're fucked. Like, I mean, I don't think you're fucked. I think it's great. But, like, the people who don't like it, you're fucked. Because at that point, now it becomes like, well, if I can walk into, you know, Casey's Corner and I don't want a hot dog, I just want a Bud Light, and you can walk out with it, then why not have that popcorn cart on the hub also sell Bud Light? You know, mm. like it's, I think it is a slippery slope. And then I think that people who don't like that idea, I think they have cause for concern. I don't happen to be one of those people. I think it's a fine idea, but yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that they're like, you know, making a mountain out of a molehill. Like, I think it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I believe I've had discussions with, you mentioned Tom Bricker. I've had discussions with him before about it, and obviously we don't have the same <laughs> thoughts on it. <laughs> but uh, I, I agree that I think the people that are like that uh, mentality of they just didn't want it at all agreed that cause for concern should be there um with like with any of these disney offerings typically if you start seeing the beginnings of it it's not going to be less of it coming down the road there's only going to be more 
Like, right. I mean, the same goes for app charges and parking fees. And oh no, what? We can buy a one day pass that comes with pre programmed fast passes? Surely yeah. nothing more will ever come of that. Right. Yeah. And it, it's just so. I know Skip has been vocal in the past about not supporting it. Is that something you would be on the side of disappointed in this, Skip? I just, I mean, I just think there's plenty of places to get drinks. Uh, I'm not opposed to, like, you know, you go into a restaurant and you have a nice beverage, but uh, I don't know if the Magic Kingdom necessarily needs it. I don't, I'm not, you know, if it's there, I'll probably take advantage of it, but I'm not one of those people that feels that it has to happen. (laughs) Oh, my God. Breaking news. I'm now looking at a picture on uh, Drunk at Sam's <laughs> Twitter feed that he was referencing. Um, I answered the right Sour Boner. No, I answered the Ass Sour Boner about Thanos and Derek Bergen. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, I'm responding referenced on the parade right now. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, it's basically him destroying Tambu Lounge. It's the greatest thing ever. Um, just you'll see. I just retweeted it. Um, oh, so anyway, not happy about that. You no, know, maybe he's the guy that's bringing alcohol to Magic Kingdom too. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so I, but I'm with. I I agree. The, to, to set some of my thoughts, I'm with Rhiannon that I don't. I will never. I totally get where people are coming from on this. And they really, if they have that mentality of being against this, they should be disappointed. Yeah. But, 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 well, no, I mean, I'm not, I wouldn't even say that. Like, I don't think that this equals disaster. All I'm saying is that if you are a person who does not want alcohol in the Magic Kingdom, you should be worried. Period. Yeah. But, if you're a person who doesn't want alcohol in the Magic Kingdom because you're so paranoid about X, Y, and Z, I would question X, Y, and Z. I would say, I don't think it's going to be terrible. I don't think it's going to ruin the park. I don't think it's going to ruin your vacation. But if if we're just talking about what are the next steps, I do think that, yes, that there's going to be more. Hmm. That is an interesting topic. I'm sure we will come up with more as more things happen at the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know what I think really would be the next possible real step is an after hours party with alcohol, like everywhere. Oh my God, that'd be amazing. Um, I, that would be a good <laughs> for them, easy way to test it out, see what really happens when you know people. <laughs> which would be nothing. It'd be just like every other. But, okay, so how many conversations have we had on this podcast of, oh, hey, this week they came out with another dessert party or another thing. Like, it's like, oh, and it costs a fucking arm and a leg. Is it worth it? Because you can buy, like, two, you know, McUltras and, like, all you can eat brownies. Cool. Is it worth 100 bucks? No. But, holy fuck, the day they come out with, all right, for three hours, you have the Magic Kingdom to yourself. And there's food and alcohol. Put a price tag on that because yeah, I would basic. sit here up three hundred dollars. I'll pay three hundred dollars. 
Well, that's what they do for corporations. And I'm fucking, I'm fucking yeah. doing that right now. They, they do that for, if you rent it out, you can have beer, wine, no, booze in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Interesting. Saying. Yeah, they're going to offer that to that. the regular public, I think. That'll be next. Um, that is the end of Hashtag Sour Boner. Any final thoughts before we crank up the uh, final float this week? Uh, not that I can really think of. Yeah. Um, I'm still bitter that there's no, at least as of this recording, announcement for a pass holder preview for Toy Story Land. Nothing. Yeah. They have a magnet you can get at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, no pass holder preview yet for, and it's supposed to be what, June, end of June or end 30th. of May? No, June 30th. June 30th. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I hope there's one. I do. Me too. The Pandora one was the only time I've been in the queue for Flight of Passage. Dizzy, okay. Dizzy says it's time to go. So. Dizzy says. You got to do what Dizzy says. Yeah, so here we go again. It's a final float. It's a giant beer cart coming down Main Street, USA to celebrate. <laughs> oh. Nice. Restaurants to the list. Crank it up. And we'll watch Walt spinning in his grave. Right. Night, night, Walt. One, two, three. Bear, bear, bear. Ago, way back in history, when all there was to drink was nothing but cups of tea. Along came a man by the name of Charlie Mop, and he invented a wonderful drink and he made it out of hop. He might have been an admiral, a sultan, or a king. Fancy's pub, the hole in the wall as well. Oh, wonder you can be sure of, it's Charlie's beer they sell. So come along, me lucky lads, 11 o'clock she stops. Five short seconds, remember Charlie Mops. One, two, three, four, five. He might have been an admiral, a sultan, or a king. That's all deliberation that makes your engine sing. Oh, 40 pints of wallop a day will keep away the pack. It's only eight and eight in the pot and one and six in tax. One, two, three, four, five. Hey, won't you be the admiral, a sultan, or a king?
Just say but wiser, you've said it all. If you've got the time, you've got 